0: Oh yes, um, effective fam, we are back, and back better than ever for 30 days of dedication, we're back, we're back, and it's, it's Easter, it is uh, Sunday, and we're just here, chilling, and I'm just here because effective fan. That's what we do, you know. Um, so, uh-oh. Let me do this one more time here. Um, bear with me one second. I gotta get this microphone thing sorted out. Yes. Anyway, um, who's here? Max, Reese, Sindre. What's up, guys? Um, as I just said, effective fan. we are here. And yeah. you know what it is. So, how's everybody doing today? Sindre, Reese, all you guys, how you doing today? Um, today, we're going to get straight into the, the topic of, well, the theme all week has been about the. About improving your game brand, about improving your decision making. Um, so, what we're going to talk about today, and it's just going to be a short one, you know, because as you guys know, part of getting better, part of improving is just showing up. And how do you show up? By just being consistent, by just coming every day. Every day. Every day you work, Ryan, you get better and you, you improve, guys. That's what it's, it's always about, you know? Always. So, um, Chris, Damon, Zion, Sandys, all you guys. Hold up, everybody who's watching right now, stop. Stop and listen real quick. Um, you, I know everyone on Easter, it's today's Saturday, people are just swiping through stories, just doing random stuff on their phone, um, scrolling through their phones, scrolling through their feeds. What are you doing? You know, what are you doing? It's just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Make something of your time today. Make, you know, read that book, do that thing you've always wanted to do. Today is the day to do it. But like, it starts with you, it starts with working hard, it starts with. You, you know, doing something about your, your situation and, and, and most importantly, staying consistent with it. Um, but everybody's just scrolling through, right? I say this like all the time, but please just take a moment, take a break and think about what it is that you really want to do right now. Because if you are just scrolling through like Chris here or like Ricardo or Kale or Tio or whatever, Cassida, all you guys are scrolling through, mindlessly scrolling through, like baboons, like you know. That's it. That's it. You need to focus more, exactly. And that's what we're here to do with the thirty days dedication. A lot of people like, well, why are you doing this? Because everything takes dedication. If I was just to make one video about, well, you should train more, then you know, how could you, how could you get better? Every single day, you got to show up and you got to do it so everybody Hussein Tadiwa Sharok Doran Max Reese, Sindra, all you guys let's start with the uh, the talk today it's called how to be more coachable um how to be more coachable now hands up say yes if you think you're you're coachable Who thinks they they are coachable? Henry, Frankie, Shane, Simondi, all you guys as well. All you guys, you need to focus. Tio, yes. Henry, yes. Shane, yes. Bobby, yes. Taliwa, yes Avishka, yes Sindra, yes Pierre, yes Reese, yes Doran, yes People people. Um, Yike, Vasu uh, Ralph, Ralph, good to see you Pierre, Avishka All you guys You guys are in the right place at the moment You know This is what we're here to do Anu Ku um, You guys are all in uh, in the right place So how to be more coachable any ideas from from who's listening today about how to be more coachable why is it you know why is it important to be coachable let's ask let's start with the first question why is it as as a football player why is it important to be coachable? why Kumar Mr. Kieran Anu Isaac why is it important to be coachable? and trust me. I'm 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 going to say it again people just swiping different stories today just take a moment take a breath and think all right what am I actually doing um what am I actually doing am I just going to keep swiping through and just mindlessly swiping through without even thinking I mean you really have to think like well what's what's the point what's the focus of what I'm doing right now you know that's what I'm always saying to you all to you guys Nemanja, Will, Bobby, you know? So why? Let's start with Demio because Instagram is quiet, man. Instagram is, is just... Instagram are like... People watching on Instagram right now, you guys are like dead. You got to you gotta comment more. You got to interact. Come on, guys. Kieran. <clears throat> Sorry, but Demio, this is the real ones here. Yike, Reese, Taddywa, Ralph, Doran. All right, let's start with Yike. Yike says it's important to be coachable because you can listen to advice so you can improve Reese says so you can improve as, a, as an individual Taddyworth says so it's easier for the coach to um, to improve your ability Ralph says to improve tactically and better be a better team player Doran says to improve individually and also help the team um, the common word in in all these, um, all these sentences everybody said, all these answers everybody says is improve. Improve, improvement, improve. Hussein, you said it, man. Improve, improve. And all you guys show up, like Ralph, Doran, Yike, you guys show up every single day because you guys know what it takes to improve. Every time you come on this um, 30 days dedication, you guys are improving something. And Sharok, yes. Where is Evan? Where is Evan with his three a.m. commitment? Maybe it's Easter. He's taking a little break with his family, which is more than okay. But, um, but Evan Yashimov, if you're listening to this, you know what you got to do. Come, um, over on Instagram now. All right, people finally getting active. I'm reading, man. I'm reading every single comment here. Train Effective is reading every single comment right now. So, Chris, you're you're saying the right thing. Um. Chris is saying, if it doesn't help, Tio's saying, Tio, just th- um, send us a message on uh, on Instagram chat, uh, sorry, on effective chat, train effective chat. There's a chat icon, send a message, we'll answer your question. But we've we got to focus here, okay? Power of focus, Tio, all right? This is important, my man. Uh, Brian, Ku, yeah, exactly, man, exactly. All this stuff. So, to be more coachable. Yes. Number one thing is because we want to improve. Number one thing is because we want to improve. Let's give a a typical example of somebody who is coachable. Um, Two players we got here on the screen. Uh, We got Bernardo Silva and we got uh, Virgil van Dijk um, Both players Are some of the stars for their respective teams Van Dijk is Probably Liverpool's best player at the moment um, And we got Bernardo Silva Who who's, is also one of Manchester City's best players At the moment as well And you think to yourself Why are these guys the best players If you watch any interview from Bernardo Any interview from Virgil um, you always see in the manner is manner and the way that they they talk. They always talk in a way which says, "All right, we did, I did this well, did this well." But you always get the feeling, always get the sense in that, "Hmm, I think I can improve something. I think I can do better on on my finishing, or I think I can do better in my defending, or you know, blah blah blah." And these are one of the things about being coachable. All the best players in the world are are coachable. Um, I know a lot of you guys have, every single one of you guys have a player in your team which is not coachable. Think about that player in that team who is not coachable. Do you like to be around that person? Do you like to play with that person? If you really think about that player in your team that's not coachable, or maybe in the past you've had someone like that, it is not fun to play with someone that is not coachable. It's not, um, and it's the same with a coach. It's 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 the same same with a coach. Um, why do coaches want to be coaches? Because so they can they can coach the next generation. They can they can manage and lead a team to victory. And if you are not willing. Or able to take a coach's instructions on board, then that coach is not going to like you. That coach isn't going to want to work with you, nor will the teammates. And that's why you as a player, all you guys watching, Vishkar, Doran, Shirok, all you guys watching, is always take criticism on board. Always, if a coach tells you something, take it on board. Um... You don't have to take all of it, because many, many, many times you may disagree with what the coaching coach is saying. But if a coach is telling you things like, "Yeah, look, um, you care. You need to work harder. You care. Um, you need to do this and this in this certain situation. You need to play in this position. You, you need to play this this way with your teammate." Now, these are the things that are going to improve your, your tactical decision-making going to improve your mentality as a footballer and all these things. So that's why you gotta, you really, we gotta listen and take it on board. Um, the instances where you, you shouldn't take it on board is when you've been doing everything in your power to be on time, let's say be early so you're already doing all the elements right to to be the best player you can be and to show an example of your your, to your team so in the case that you're being the first one to training last one to leave you are putting in the extra work you are mentally physically technically like you're focused and and excelling in all these different things yet the coach is still saying you know um saying things to you which which you may disagree with because he says, well, you know, you're not working hard enough or you're not doing this for the team or he keeps, I don't know, he he or she constantly doesn't give you a chance yet you're doing everything in your power, everything possible and you've stayed patient, then this is is a time you consider, well, is this the right coach for me, the right coach for my development or... Is it time to take a step away to a different coach? Um, coaches are very important in your career as a player. I can't under... You You can't... Like, the value of a coach is so underestimated. You guys might think, well, I just want to play for the best team. I just want to play for the best... I just want to play when my friends are playing and all that. But that doesn't necessarily mean or indicate any effectiveness of a, of a coach. And what you guys really got to do is is early in your career, early in your development, is establish a good relationship with a good coach because that good coach can take you far. If that good coach is pushing you harder, making you work harder, educating you, inspiring you, uh, many many of the, the best coaches are inspiring too and in, in, they can inspire you to do something, then stick with that guy or that girl. Stick, stick with them and stick by them. Um, be loyal to them. Work on your own game, you know. Do all the extra training. Do the do the work that you're supposed to do. But when it comes to being coachable, you know, be loyal to that coach who's raising your game, who's raising your profile. That's that's doing everything in their power to to do do work for you. <clears throat> Mo, Mo Moses, a lot of people don't know um, the people that know John Moses. Like I've known John Moses for. He used to be my coach in 2009. So for 10 years, over 10 years, actually, 2008, 10 years, he has seen me play or he in some way, shape or form has been, has coached me or developed me or, or trained me. Um, and I don't say that's necessarily due to luck because it's not, I just was always in the back of my head thinking, is this guy or is this, this person, is this person, could they be the catalyst to just making me better? Do I like them? Do I, do I want, you know, do I, is this someone that I can, I can almost be friends with, not just as a, as, as a, as like, it's not just a coach or a mentor, but it, it's, it's someone that you like and is approachable and friendly. Um, but you always got to have in the, in the back of your mind, okay, how can I, where can i find this person how can i find this person and is this person that i'm talking to now could this be that mentor that person that could you know take me to the next level um, and that's what coaches want to do that's what good coaches want to want to do they want to also seek that talent those younger pe- younger guys that that are willing to sacrifice a lot that are willing to work hard that are willing to to do everything in their power to become better and reach their potential. Um, Coaches love working with that kind of character. So Reese says, what if you have a good coach, but they're very mean for no reason? Very good um, question, okay? Very good question about this. Um, I'm going to say it one more time. Reese says, what if you have a good coach, but but they are very mean for no reason? Um, Reese, I've had like 20 at least 20 different coaches in my time playing. Um, and I always, I've had mean coaches. I've had really nice coaches. I've had coaches that scream and shout um, and chuck abuse at you. Like I used to, when I was like 13, 14, 15, we used to have, um, I used to have this creation coach, um, creation coach, and he would yo 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 all the time and say, oh, just, just, I can't I can't say the words here but you know swear word this and swear word that and swear word and but we we ended up winning I think 40 games in a row we ended up winning 40 50 games in a row um and yes he would swear yes he would be very intense but that kind of intensity was was needed because that cut level of intensity was more than any other coach, any other team had. Um, this is a guy who really wanted to win. This is a, this is a coach that really cared about the legacy of the club. Um, and he would do everything, everything in his power to just make sure the team would win and have that intensity, you know? So Marco, Marco was his name. Um, Great coach, made us play very well. And although, yes, he would swear, or yeah, all this stuff, like he might be mean, at the end of the day, he was getting results. And if you're getting results, then you have to think, you know, why? Why are we getting results? Why is it working? And if 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 it's due to that level of intensity, then that's good. It's a good thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah taddy was some of my coaches used to shout all the time but that's just his way of communicating once myself and the team got that on board we won the league with very few losses exactly uh, d- don't be scared of shouting guys um i think many people are, are scared when a coach shouts at them or another player shouts at them on the, on the field i mean Football football is, is a is a team sport, so you have to communicate. If everybody was quiet, if nobody talked, then you would never win at all because there's no communication, there's no understanding, there's no calls to say, man on, this, that, there's no instructions coming from the coaches, and you would just fall fall over if there was no communication. So communication is number one in, in football. It's a team sport. Um how that communication is delivered could be through shouting because you have to shout like how are you going to, how are you going to get instructions over to someone 20 meters, 30 meters away if you don't shout and there's 30 other players shouting on the field. Um, so shouting is like normal. I used to, I used to be scared of a, a coach that scout, shouted at me when I was 14, 15, um, just like a lot of you, but you've got to understand what the purpose of that shouting is and like we see it with in residence all the time. With in residence guests that come all the time. Some of them are like half asleep when training starts. And the only way to wake someone up is say, Wake up! Hey! You know? And they're oh and they're like a, a cat. A cat that is like this. The cat opens his eyes like what? <laughs> this is a perfect time to say, What? The moment um but it, but it it's it's the truth and and you're not going to you're not going to get results unless like unless you're, you're training at intensity you're training fully concentrated and sometimes someone needs to do that little shout to say wake up man come on to to put their to put their butt into order to whip their butt into action um so if a coach is shouting shouting instructions at you saying get back, Romano, get back, Gee. get back, George. Or like, George, you got to pass that ball in that situation. And you might be scared like, ooh, I don't want the ball again. But take that shouting with the hint of, well, what does he really mean by that? And when that coach says, well, you should have passed the ball, maybe you should have passed the ball. Um, when, you sh- when that coach says, you have to get back, and you probably should have got back. Cause it's not it's not about a game with individuals, it's about a game of a team. Um, so embrace the shouting, embrace that challenge, and you too be vocal. If you need to shout at, at someone because they're not giving their best or they're letting the team down in, in some some shape or form, then then talk to them. I don't necessarily mean by shouting, but just talk to them in whatever form that comes natural to you. Because if you help them, you help them as a player and you help the team. Um, And you help yourself by, by being more of a a leader on the, on the field, because you can make a difference. You. So, you know, that's it, Ralph. I know you can't, you can't, Ralph can't wait to work under John Moses in June. Looking forward to that. Ralph, we look forward to meeting you in June. Um, <clears throat> um Tadiwa says, always ask the coach why. I got scouted I got shouted in a recent game for holding on the ball. It burnt my confidence, but when I asked him when I should dribble, who I should pass to, I actually improved by him shouting. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah during a game to ask why um might be the wrong thing to do but definitely after a game you go up to the coach and you ask the coach hey pep um what did you mean when you you remember when I um was holding the ball up and and in the striker um area and then you you shouted at me or something what did you mean by that um and then if that coach says well well tadiwa you know you got to hold the ball up and if you hold that ball up just three more seconds you can you can wait for the runners to come and you can lay the ball off to them and, and then they can shoot and then you go oh okay i see what you mean and just going up to, going up to your coach and having the balls to say coach what did you mean by that that's going to earn the respect of your coach if he's if he or she is a good one um it's going to it's and it's going to earn the respect of your coach and you're going to get better because you're coachable and you want to learn and you want to improve and that's the hallmark of of every great great athlete, every great footballer. I'm just reading this book now, all right? For you guys um, on the webinar right now, anything from Rio Ferdinand on YouTube or on a book or anything, read. Um, This guy has one of the most detailed open accounts of what it's like to be a professional footballer, um, what it's like to t- like what it's like to train with like the best Manchester United players, what it's like to train uh, to play in World Cups and all that. Um, a lot of players will hold back in getting into the details, but Rio is not afraid to tell the truth about everything, about what it really takes, and if you if you have this mindset of you wanna become better, you wanna reach your full potential, I can't tell you how important um, watching his Oxford Union address, okay? YouTube Oxford Union, uh, Rio Ferdinand, his uh, England under 16s talk is a legendary. Um, The examples and the level of detail he goes into to his own work ethic, into Ronaldo's work ethic, into a lot of his teammates work ethic. It just shows why Man United and in his era, they won the Champions League, they won the Premier League, they won everything. Um, why were they? Why they were the best team of their generation? And you, you, when you read into a book like this, you really—and not this one specifically—the better one is two sides. But you'll see like what Alex Ferguson was doing, um, and just that winning mentality was so important. So read that, watch that. Rio Ferdinand is a perfect example of someone who is coachable. This guy right here, okay? Don't don't swipe to the next Instagram story or do the next Netflix documentary and watch Beyoncé. No. Like or like go on Paul Pogba's Instagram. I don't who cares what they're doing, okay? Cuz this this guy here, he's got knowledge bombs and he'll drop them all day. But it's up to you to literally get off your phone, get on the computer or like get on whatever th- device you need to get on so you're not distracted so you can just focus and like learn and learn and learn because um, I can tell you that you'll learn a lot and, you, and you'll learn what it takes to win, what it takes to, to really get to the highest levels of the game um, in football and, and in life. So, I'm just going to preach it again. Rio Ferdinand, anything by him, yes. Rio Ferdinand is the goat, Reese. He really is the goat. Um, he really is the goat when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, y- you don't hear l- other legends of the game like Henri Lampard, Gerard, um, you know, Luis Figo. Um, Ronaldinho, like Pele, you don't really hear them talking to as much depth and as much detail as this man here, like this guy, you you don't believe how much he'll go into detail about. I was just reading his book. I'll give you one example. right. This is important. When he was 19, um, 18 years old, 19 years old, I think it was 18 or 19 years old. Okay. 18, 19, like um, what's that Ajax player, that Ajax central defender. Uh, I think he's, uh, a Delict, Delict. The book is called, make sure you get the book called Two Sides, Rio Ferdinand Two Sides. Um, the thinking out loud one is about how he like lost his wife. So it's, it's a bit different cause he, he lost his wife to cancer and it's about him coming back from that and ha- him having to raise kids like that. Um, and you see him as, as successful as he still is today he's managed to overcome situations like that, like losing his, losing his wife, and he still is pushing himself every day, and that's very inspiring. Um, but Two Sides is, is a great one to read uh, by Rio Ferdinand. So Two Sides, his book, The Oxford Union Address on YouTube, and um, The England Under-16s Talk, all great examples of, of what you should watch by Rio Ferdinand. But, so so there's that by uh, yeah, one example with Rio okay Matthias delict um he's eighteen or nineteen, right? 20, whatever. but Rio Ferdinand back in his time in I think nineteen or like the year two thousand, um he was the most expensive central defender in the world. Um, he moved from West Ham United to Leeds United, okay leeds united he 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 moved to leeds United for eighteen million pounds uh and this one leeds United was like in the premier league there were and and he guys he captained just like delict um is captaining Ajax now he captained he captained um leeds united okay he captained leeds united as a nineteen year old and took him to the to the Champions League semi-finals. Um, again, similar to Ligt now. So he had that kind of maturity about him at that age. But from Leeds United, he got the call up from Chelsea. Um, actually, sorry, before Leeds United, he got the call up to Chelsea. So he could choose between Chelsea or Leeds United at at age nineteen. But he wanted to get himself out of London because he knew in London that there were so many different distractions. There were parties, there were events. London's a big city. You can do anything you want in London. Um, But he deliberately took himself out of London and moved. He could have chosen between either Chelsea, which is a London club, or or Leeds United, which is in Leeds. It's a much smaller city away. He picked Leeds, because actually what he wanted to do was just focus and work on his game. And in order to do that, even like he was getting paid a lot of money, it was the biggest transfer at the time, he chose to go to Leeds United to just get himself out of distraction and just purely focus and work on his game. And that is truly admirable and respectable from someone that was still a teenager. That they would still have that humility, that humbleness, even though they're earning loads and loads of money each week, that they could say, "All right, actually I'll go to a, a little bit less prestigious team, I'll go to leeds um and just work on my game, you know so you know that that's it with Rio like that's why it's so inspiring and then and then um and then what happened with Rio Ferdinand? What happened with this guy? He's he, he is one of the 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 best best centre backs of all time. Maybe the best. Um, there are a few that compare with him. In any Premier League starting eleven, like of all time, Rio Ferdinand's usually that one in the center back, the first name you'll pick in center back. So you look at him, he had a 12-year career. So after Leeds United he captained them to the semi-final and then he got the huge move. Sir Alex Alex Ferguson called him and said, hey Rio, you want to move to Man United? And then he was on his way. And then he moved to Man United. And from Man United, he talks about his his first training session. And that first training session, you had like Roy Keane, um, Ole Gunnar, uh, Sochar, Sol- I can't even say the name. Sochar, whatever, United manager. Um, you had David Beckham. You had Gary Neville. You had all these legends there in his first training session. Yeah, I think you had Ronaldo at the time, or was going to get Ronaldo. His first training session, and even at that time, he was fe- he was feeling like anxious. He was feeling nervous, the same way you guys would feel nervous about a tryout he was feeling nervous in the way that he was coming to his first ever training session for man United. He got transferred for 30 million pounds, which was the most expensive transfer for a defender in the world at that time, 30 million pounds, guys. Um, And Ole, Ole, uh, Ole said, he said um, to Rio, they were doing like rondos in the first training session. He said to Rio, oh, so, they paid 30 million pounds for you, like for you Rio. And then Rio felt, felt the pressure um, of like, okay, I need to make sure I don't let let these teammates out. I need to prove why they paid so much for me. I need to prove this and this and that. And he talks in like excruciating detail, how he was feeling at the time, how he was coping through those, those moments of making his market at Man United, the way he ate, the way he trained, the way he prepared himself, the way he recovered himself, the 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 just the complete mindset that he was in, that winning mindset that it's like, it's in a way, so it's overwhelming when you read it because you, you look at this and you read between the lines and you think, this guy literally did everything in his power to make sure he was going to be a, su- a successful player. I mean, not just a successful player, I mean a player that actually won trophies. And it's just fascinating, man. That's why the Rio Ferdinand book. Read it, guys. Read it. Um, read it. Tadiwa says 100-day challenge day 20. Where Rio stats. Uh, it's in it. It's embarrassment if the opposite defender performs better than himself. <laughs> Tadiwa. great. I love that. Tadiwa is still watching the 100-day challenge, even to today, and that's great. I, I'm. I'm. I feel blessed that people are still watching, like someone like yourself, Taddy What is is still watching the 100-Day Challenge because there was an enormous amount that went into that. Like that at the time was everything. Um, It meant everything at the time, those 100 days. I wanted to make sure the best video was being made. But most importantly, I wanted to make sure that I was giving my best every day and was doing everything, every single thing in my power to to work as hard as i could, train as hard as i could, get any opportunity out there as much as i could and just do my thing like yeah, that 100 days to me was everything. So the, the the and it meant everything and and every word that was said in there and everything that that was truly what what um was either going through my head at the time um or what what i wanted to express or just value for you guys. And so many truth bombs in there, man if you just rewatch the hundred day challenge so much, um, so much truth in truth and just things you can learn in there, you know? Yeah. Absol says, um, are you the hustle type? (laughs) What? Absol says, are you the, the hustle quiet type or you really piss when things don't, uh, don't work your way? I'm the, the hustle, the quiet type. Um, I fo- focus, on, uh, focus on the things that I can control. Um, there are always things out, out of your power which you can't control. Like it might be the weather. <laughs> it would just be, it'd just be stupid to get pissed about the weather, right? Because like the weather is the weather and, the, and you can't have an effect or an impact on the weather. So let the weather be, you know? And if it's a good day, take advantage, appreciate it. If it's a bad day, then don't get sad. Just okay, it's a day, it's raining. I'm gonna stay in and I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in, I'm gonna grind and I'm gonna do my thing. Um in in the football terms, like, you know, you might feel a little bit sore, a little bit tired, or you might feel like, oh, it's just I don't feel like playing. I, I don't feel like um I just don't feel like my best today. But you just show up. Exactly show up. You show up and, and you you do your thing because That chance, it's it's one more chance for you. It's one more chance to to get better, one more chance to impress. And if you just focus on, oh, I don't feel too great today, then don't focus on that. Focus on the things that you can control. Focus on your mental preparation. Focus on your warm-up. Focus on your visualizing and how you're going to play, you know? Um, Because if you just get pissed and show frustration, it doesn't help anyone, does it? So taddywa says um day 21 note to self as reality in football taking the less traveled road and the uncomfortable road yeah taddywa the one of my favorite um, days of the 100 day challenge was day 21 note to self day 21 no, note to self I was um, I remember that day it was two years ago now crazy to think that but um, um note to self that was one of the least viewed videos throughout the 100 day challenge yet I felt like that's a video that could have had would have had the most impact and what do I mean by that if you look back to note to self day 21 of the 100 day challenge I was really in this mindset of I was it was a mix of between self-doubt to a mix of you know wanting to work hard wanting to succeed um, and all these things hey Jason Hello. <laughs> hey, <laughs> say hello guys. Um, day 21, the 100 Day Challenge, like it was a mix of self-doubt, mix of you really wanna succeed, a mix of you're putting yourself in this bubble and people are watching and you don't know whether you'll, um, whether, whether you'll succeed or fail. And um, I was just openly putting my thoughts out there and thinking, where could this go wrong? Where could this go right? and i was walking around the city that day because it was my day off it was like a rest day for me and um i was walking through budapest that day just kind of walking by myself and just kind of thinking sitting on (laughs) sitting on benches looking at pigeons um i was eating at the hummus bar and like just kind of sitting and writing things and putting self out there, putting stuff out there. And and I've had many of those days and and probably every two weeks, at least you'll have one of those days if you're really putting everything on the line to, to, to go make it Um, the white pigeon, exactly. And um, that's why when you, when you're, when you're going for what you really want in your life, like when you're chasing your dreams and you put yourself in this bubble there are definitely times and moments where you need that introspection, introspection when you need to sit on the bench. And I'm not talking about the subs bench. I'm talking about like on a bench in a park like by yourself and just think, okay, where's everything heading? Where's my head at? Um, what can I improve or what am I doing right? Or like, or just, just be in that moment, you know, because it, it, it is hard. It is in, incredibly hard when you're putting everything on the line it's challenging. It's going to test you emotionally. It's going to test you physically. It's going to test you, test you in everything, but you need to have that space where you can just kind of think um, and think, okay, what do I need to do? Where am I at? And, and, um, and yeah, have that period of introspection, introspection guys. Um, but want again, I'm going to just preach this before you guys forget it, write it down in your notes right now. This guy is the guy, Rio Ferdinand. There's no one who, again, describes in as much detail with the introspection stuff as him. So watch it or listen or watch or whatever because he will go in full detail and you will relate to that detail because all of you guys want to improve. All you guys are chasing after something And that guy, you watch his Oxford Union, like watch all these things, okay? Read his book, Two Sides, watch the Oxford Union and watch that England Under-16s talk and you'll just forever, forever and always, you will listen to to what he says about stuff because it's true Um, and you will relate. Most importantly, you will relate and you will think, okay, Rio is actually like me. It's a bit, a bit like me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Afso says, um, oh, let's start with Reese. Did you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset during the hundred day challenge? Reese, I feel like you're just saying this to, to sound smart, um, <laughs> which is fine. But uh, no, I, I've had, uh, it was always a growth mindset. Um, those like periods of introspection were all about growth. That's all about growth mindset. It's all about reflecting and thinking, what can you do better? Um, and that's all about growth mindset, man. Yeah, it's like a like a rea- reality check. Exactly. Um, who else do we have? <clears throat> um, Brian Maconga, hey, Nick, should I try, should I continue playing for my team even though I can barely afford it or try out for another team? Um, if you really like playing for the team you, you're playing in and you really feel like you're improving and it's the best team for you, then just talk talk it with a coach, talk about it with a club and just say, look, look you... Like you're having a lot of financial difficulty, you'll there'll be a way, okay? If you really want to be there, if you feel like you're giving your all, there you're giving your best. Um, the club, the coach, the people there, they'll work out a way, all right? So don't worry. Um, but if you don't feel like that's the best team for you, then try it for another team. But money should never be a reason of of why you can't play. I mean, football, we're talking about a game that should be played by everyone, it is played by everyone, and Um, by like, if you're talking about a team, um, there'll always be people in a club or association or the government or something that will, that will help you if, if you're a kid that just wants to play football in a club. Um, so don't worry about that. (laughs) Um, Afsel says, quick suggestion, why don't you post all the thirty days on your igtv? Um, yeah, maybe the, maybe the best moments of the thirty days of dedication. yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like um, I feel like I feel like things play it's a different purpose when. Like you guys, you guys are on this now, Um, and you guys have been here for 45 minutes. It's a long time to spend with someone, but I think to listen to these things in its entirety is more transformative, formative, transformative than just consuming something on Instagram, on IGTV because there's a lot of noise, like there's a lot of other noise that you're seeing on that IGTV um, or that YouTube or whatever. The thing why we pick like Demio for this whole thing is because on Demio, you can't get distracted by going on Instagram or going on YouTube or Snapchat or whatever. The thing about Demio, this white screen that you guys are seeing right now is like, well, you got no other links. The only thing you can do is like sit and sit and watch this thing. Um, and, oh, and and that's why we picked Demio because it's a, it's, it's, it feels like a classroom. It feels like we're in this room here. Um, and feels like I'm sitting at a table in London, in the UK, and I'm sitting right, up, right opposite me is Yike. Right opposite me is Tariwa. <clears throat> right, and Taddy was from Australia, by the way. By the way, isn't Tadiwa? Isn't it like three AM, four AM there? Um, amazing, just like Evan. Uh, I feel like I'm sitting across Pierre, Abishkar, Sindere, Reese, Tadiwa, Ralph, Sharok, mm. Dorin, Dar- Vasu, Afzal, Yike, um, or all uh, you guys. I'm, I'm I feel like I'm sitting across the table from you guys and doing this talk to you from the Effective House instead of you on your phone somewhere and like just doing it um, while you're looking at YouTube or Instagram. So it's just more intimate. It's more deep and you'll digest more of the stuff that I'm saying because it's important to you. Because I couldn't put the best moments of IGTV or best moments of 30 days dedication. Like I couldn't, I probably, I probably wouldn't put this here but now I've shown Rio's face like 600, 600 times. And I've told him you should, I told you, you should watch the Oxford Union. You should read his book, Two Sides and you should read that England under 16's Rio Ferdinand talk. Um, but if I didn't reiterate those things to you constantly, you would never go actually watch it or read it or do it. So even though less people watch um, these things live, like on Demio, less people watch watch these things live or um, compared to say like a, a YouTube video, it doesn't matter because because you guys here are like the deepest in what I'm saying, what Train Effective says and into the habits you wanna create. So, and to, to make those habits and to create those things, you need to spend time digesting and just learning and digesting things like that i'm saying today or in any other day of the 30 days of dedication so that's it guys i think that's that's, um all the questions today um yeah good stuff work hard and two words guys two words reese you're welcome <clears throat> ralph you're welcome uk says nick sing the effective song gee <laughs> do you know the effective song no we got so. we got two guys reading here yeah um uk i can put you on the the microphone i i got an option here <laughs> I'm going to request it I'm going to give microphone permission Yike And you can sing the effective song I bet you won't do this I'm going to give you the microphone permission Is Yike (laughs) Who's going to sing the effective song? Is Yike going to sing the effective song? Oh, okay Yike's microphone doesn't work Avishka Do you know the effective song? I'm going to give microphone permission to card to too. <laughs> no, sorry. All right, we're not going to hear it today. We're going to hear it when you guys request it next time. Um, stay effective, guys. Enjoy today. I won't. There's no um no webinar tomorrow, but we're back on Monday. So keep it up. Work hard, and you guys know what it is—the 30 days of dedication. Stay effective. Stay effective, everyone. All right. Stay effective. Peace. And thank you for coming. Keep going.